real estate just provides you this different life, right? You have the time freedom, you're generating this passive income. Yeah, you can be active on it as well, but it really just, it's completely different than going into work, working eight hours to receive your paycheck. Like you're not getting that paycheck from work unless you're getting up and driving in the hospital and getting it. And I think a lot of nurses felt that trapped pressure of being in that situation. And I mean, for me, it, it was definitely a motivating factor to get and dive deeper into the real estate game. This is The Real Estate Podcast, a show by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let's hear from our host, Matt Teifke and Alex Kaufman. Let's do it. All right, let's get it. Savannah, Doreen, thank you both for joining today. Uh, this is the real estate podcast. We're here in Austin, Texas. Spend a year in California. Is that correct? Yes, I'm in Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles. All right. Well, appreciate you joining. And um, the the goal here is just to kind of uh, provide value for entrepreneurs, talk real estate, and just see what happens. So um, I know that you're uh, considered the net worth nurse, and uh, you do <laughs> yes, a lot sir. on the multifamily side. Uh, Doreen was in the nursing industry for 20 plus years. And now she's in the real estate business. So thought there's some cool similarities there. Uh, but if you're cool with it, would love to just kind of jump in, introduce yourself, see what you have going on and let's just talk real estate. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, just kind of a little bit of background of my nursing career. I, I grew up in Sacramento, California. I went to Sac State and got my nursing degree up there. And then I worked in a couple of different specialties and then went back to school and got my master's degree in nursing leadership and administration. And that was really just because I was naturally gravitating towards different leadership positions, like process improvement initiatives within different hospital I was, wor I was working at. And so I went back to school, got that master's degree, um, have since transitioned down to Los Angeles, California. And right now I oversee multiple departments at a hospital here in LA, like cath lab, GI, special procedure, PIC team. Um, so I've worked in a couple different specialties throughout nursing, which has been amazing. And I got into real estate investing at the beginning of last year. I was on maternity leave with my second daughter and my husband and I were just looking for different ways that we could start generating some passive income now. Like we, before we were putting 15 to 20% of both our paychecks going towards retirement. It was a good chunk of money that we were putting away, but it just felt a little discouraging to think that we couldn't touch it until we were 65. And especially with a growing family and um, just wanting, having different expenses in our life now with two kids, we just wanted to have some, some more income now. And so we started researching different ways, stumbled upon real estate for obvious reasons. It's one of the best strategies out there. So we got started investing in single family homes and um, then transitioned into multifamily syndications. And that's what we're doing right now. That's awesome. Um, is your goal just kind of looking forward? Because I know Doreen was in that full-time job and she liked real estate, like, are you trying to get into real estate full-time or do you like to have the balance between both of them? Like, how do you kind of view that? Yeah, I love, love nursing. I love what I do. I love working with the team on operations and process improvement. So it'd be hard to imagine giving that up. I've just done it for so long, but I think the goal definitely for our family is just to have the option and the flexibility and not feel like a slave to work, to be there because I want to be there, not because I have to wake up in the morning and go get a paycheck. And by investing in real estate, it provides us like the passive wealth and just different income streams. So it provides more flexibility and options in the future for sure. Mm -hmm. 
That's awesome. That's, that's kind of how I felt as well. I felt like I was working to pay the bills to go to work, you know, with the nursing job, you know, and it's so funny when you said you were on maternity leave, that was when I had my ta-da moment. I was on maternity leave. I was actually on bed rest with no pay. And I'm like, I gotta figure out something. And that's when I started really, you know, researching and I found real estate. So when you said that, I was like, oh, we're almost, there's so much alike. <laughs> Um, when you said you, you guys started out with single family, were you um, getting rentals? Were you flipping? Like, what did you start out doing? Yeah, so when we first started researching it, we were looking for ways to have make a, a fixed amount of capital really stretch for us. So we were looking into the Burr method, which is buying a home pretty much for all cash, really below market value, something needing a lot of work, renovating it, putting a lot of money in it to really push equity into the actual property, renting it out to start receiving some of those monthly income checks and then um, financing to essentially pull all that capital back out because now you've pushed equity into the property and then repeating it. So for us, it was like, we had a fixed amount of capital. We were like, Hey, this is going to be perfect for us to just really snowball and kind of create a accomplish, purchase a couple properties every year and just kind of grow wealth that way. Mm -hmm. um, we're here in Los Angeles, California, and we were looking at Burr properties over in Georgia. That was a market that we just really wanted to be in and just overseeing a complete renovation across the country that would really have capital tied into it it was it started to be really out of our comfort zone like as we started submitting offers and just talking to contractors and realizing that like the money was going to be in this one deal we it made us a little nervous and we didn't want it, our first experience into real estate to be a stressful one i mean we work full-time jobs we had now two young children we didn't want to be str super stressed about this real estate stuff and so we decided to um go from there and ended up buying new built townhomes like build to rent projects which ended up being perfect for our first investment they're in a good area of georgia that's appreciating there's a lot of growth and great trends going into Georgia. So we bought those, but then we were like, okay, well, what can we do next? Like we were really hungry to do our next deal. And then that's when we started exploring uh, real estate syndications, multifamily. I'm curious for both of you guys, because um, I've been uh, in the real estate business full time for about 12 years now. And for me, the idea of kind of being in two places at once uh, is challenging. Like I'm kind of like, I got to be all in uh, to really know that I'm you know committed and I'm not missing a beat. And I'm just curious, like how you guys found balance with caring about real estate, wanting to find deals, uh, but also having a job. And I guess it's just something that, you know, my, I guess my opinion would be, you just suck it up and figure it out. Um, but I don't know if there's a, a, diff a different way that y'all view that or analyze it, but it's competitive in real estate. And to think for me to think about being part-time like gives me anxiety because I'm like, Oh, if, if I'm not in it, then someone else is out looking at that deal. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if, if y'all could maybe talk on that a little. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, I, I get super envious of the people who are doing real estate full-time and I just see like all the work they can put into the business because I'm working full-time at the hospital Monday through Friday, you know, eight hours a day. So I'm really grinding on my real estate at night and it feels at points sometimes like I'm being a double life. Like, you know, I grind as a nurse all day. I come home, I'm on mom mode until my girls go to bed. And then I'm like right into real estate mode. And for me, like my husband and I just got very specific on our goals and what we wanted to get out of real estate. We, as we started exploring real estate, we're looking into multifamily syndications and the power of the numbers. Uh, we read Financial Freedom Through Real Estate Investing by Michael Blanc, and it really just kind of 
flip a switch in us like, Hey, if we put this much effort into this over the next five years, like this is where we can be. And we got super specific of like where we want to be in five years, how many deals we want to accomplish by then, how much we expect to be bringing in on a monthly basis, how we can replace our income to start having this like financial freedom of, and time freedom to be able to be more involved in our daughter's lives. And we got super specific about where we wanted to be and then kind of an action plan of what steps we needed to take to get there. And it's doing, we worked backwards on like a three-year goal, what we needed to be ha make happen on a one-year goal. And that's like specific as to like how many deals we need to be doing on a six month basis. What does that look like specifically for us? And so by having that blueprint, it makes it a little bit easier to come home from work after working a long day, hanging out with my kids and being like, all right, I got to start grinding this stuff out because like, this is where we want to be. And we know by putting in the effort now, it's going to provide us the freedom down the road. Mm. Exactly. You? I think, I think it's all about that balance and, you know, writing your goals and setting things, you know, I think, you know, because well, you have, I have kids too. I have three girls. And so, <laughs> you know, when you're working full time and I was working Monday through Friday as well, at first I used to work 12 hour shifts, which gave me a lot more time because I was working 12 hours for a little while. But then at one time I was working what they called a Baylor program. And I worked Saturday and Sunday from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. And that was it. And they paid me for 40 hours. So I was off Monday through Friday and that was great <laughs> for a while. But like she said, I think it's all about, you know, balance, setting your schedule, setting your goals. Um, I would do wholesaling. And so I told myself, you know, every day I need to call or text 20 people. Um, I had an hour lunch break. The first 30 minutes I ate. The next 30 minutes I called and text people. <laughs> and then, you know, when I got home, I didn't automatically start calling people. I had to have time with my family and my kids, you know, dinner, bath, story, bed, then I'm back to emailing. <laughs> you know, I didn't see a lot of movies for a couple of years. So I feel like movie? I'm not Netflixing. When the kids are going to bed, I'm back to business because I had a goal. I wanted to leave my nursing job. So to do that, I wanted to, you know, because most of us, what do we work for? We really work to pay the bills, you know, after a certain time period. When you first got into nursing, it's like, oh, I want to tell the patients and take care of the patients. And, you know, but after, you know, 10 or 15 years, it's like, okay, I work because I have a mortgage or I have this. So we sat down and said, okay, we work because we have this amount of debt. And in order to leave that job and fulfill my full-time real estate, I have to pay off this debt. And to pay off this debt, I have to do so many deals. Well, how do I do deals? I have to do a certain amount of phone calls per day, mm -hmm. per week. So I think it's really good to just write it down. Um, Roy was, my husband is Roy. He was doing texts as well <laughs> and calling people. And I was like, I did 10 today. Can you do the other 10? You know, <laughs> so I like that you, go, you guys set like three-year goals, five-year goals, and you're sticking to it. And that's the same thing we did with our family. Um, not letting it overwhelm your family, yeah. but, you know, still having that family time and that dinner time, story time, but also time to reach your goals you know, that's cool. Like for me, the, the takeaway kind of what both y'all said is if you have a clear plan, then you're not getting anxious of like, I should be doing something else because you're sticking to the plan and you're doing what you set out to do. So setting those goals. Um, the other thing that's really fascinating to me about nurses is, and first of all, anytime I've ever been around nurses, like they're so friendly and such a good experience and respect what they do. But the, the people that I've known, which is not a lot, like four or five, uh, they're very detailed and process driven and organized. And it seems like that's like a requirement probably to be a nurse. Uh, <laughs> obviously you're taking care of lives and stuff, but that translates very well to real estate. Um, so I'm curious, like y'all's thoughts on like what maybe things that you've carried over and how you view that on 
being a, a good nurse and what skills make you a good real estate professional. The Real Estate Podcast is sponsored by Doyen Inspections. Doyen is a team of female professional home inspectors that serve the greater Austin area. Whether you are buying a resale, building a new home, or about to list your home for sale, the ladies at Doyen Inspections can inspect your home. They provide a color-coded and thorough inspection report full of images, videos, and explanations. Visit Doyen, that is D-O-Y-E-N-N-E, inspections.com for more information or give them a call at 512-655-9940. Now back to the episode. Yeah, definitely. I love that you say organization because that is key and that's even really key to goal setting and um, just really staying focused on what you need to do to get to where you want to be. So, I mean, even, yeah, as we started looking at multifamily syndications and what it kind of took and what skills it took to kind of take down these big deals with multiple investors and raising money and that sort of thing. As we started learning about that process, I was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Like I oversee operations at work and do administration type stuff, process improvement. I'm working on a bunch of different projects at once. So a lot of the skills that I do like 40 hours a week are very applicable to the multifamily syndications, really just constant open communication, um, staying organized and working on being able to prioritize um, certain things that you need to work on first. Like that, those are huge skill sets that I transfer into the real estate world. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. You know, um, I was med search nurse for a long time as well. So you yeah. have to have great attention to detail, you know, cause you're looking at signs and symptoms of things that could be critical in a patient. So you have to, you know, have great attention to detail, follow up. Um, and that all t- ties over to real estate. I mean, when I look mm-hmm. at a contract, Matt, sometimes I was like, it looks good. I'm like, nope. <laughs> like I saw this, 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 and this. He's like, oh, I didn't see it. I'm like, yes, I'm going to print it out. And I think that's because as a nurse, you, when you're looking at orders, you know, I was a nurse when everything was paper charting. Now they have computers. <laughs> but as a paper charting, you know, you had to really make sure that you understood and you didn't miss anything because missing that one thing could be something critical in someone's life. So I think right. when it comes to real estate, I still think that way. Like, no, we can't miss that box. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. could, that could mess up our deal. You know, so I think, you know, we were trained to be organized, pay great attention to detail, customer service and communication. Those are all things that we were taught with nursing. And I think overall, it doesn't just disappear we just bring it right over yeah, into great. real estate. And I think, you know, I've, I have several other nurse friends that are now realtors now and, you know, they'll, I'll be calling them. They're like, oh yeah, I was looking at that and looking at that. And it's like, yeah, we're just trained to be detail oriented. And I think it, it helps on both ends. That's awesome. So Savannah, on the syndication side, uh, what does it look like? Are you guys making, you know, tons of offers all the time? Are you flying to other states and cities? Like what is your process for finding these deals? Yeah. So creating really, we are still investing out of state. Uh, The three syndications that we've done up until now, I've been in Oregon and my family lives up there. So boots on the ground. We were really just exploring that market curiosity out of more than anything. And we created great relationships with brokers. Um, We had just created a really good team there. So after we did that first deal, it allowed us to do the second and the third one pretty quickly, I think within like a six month time period. But um, really the more syndication side of things and, and kind of what, what my goal has been with launching the net worth nurse has really been really the educational piece with nurses, um, coming into the hospital and talking with other nurses about the opportunities to invest and start creating different income streams and, 
um, not being a slave to the job or relying on that paycheck to pay bills like we were discussing earlier. And it's been such an amazing opportunity to now educate other nurses and provide these alternative investments that put cash back into their pocket every month. Um, so that's really been my favorite part of, of the syndication process for sure. So is your, would your role, your like, are you putting the syndication deals together or are you um, helping people like right, you're raising capital for the deals? Right now, I'm raising capital for our deals. I think eventually down the road, as my investor base continues to grow, I'll eventually start raising capital for other people's deals, but it'll have to be people like, you know, I really trust, have a great relationship with, really know what they've been doing with their deals and their track record. So for now, um, my husband and I are, are general partners on our deal. I mean, they're smaller size deals, a 12 unit, 24 unit, and 18 unit. So we're managing these deals ourselves and I've been raising um, capital specifically for our deals. Got it. So you're kind of on the capital raise education systems and then your husband's out finding the deals, making the offers. Yep. Acquisitions and asset management. We really, after we did that first deal, the 12 minutes side by side, we went through every step of that process together. We were on the phone with lawyers at the same time, having investor calls together. And then after we did it, we kind of naturally gravitated toward different parts of the business and we were able to split it up pretty equally. Mm -hmm. That's great. What are, um, I guess, big challenges or, or things that we may be able to help you out with? Um, really just, I think, getting in front of the right people, getting the word out there. I know, especially with social media and it's just like information shoved down your throat, like nonstop all day. It could be a little overwhelming to kind of weed out really what you want to be doing or investing. And I think that's what I love, the ability to kind of talk investors through the net worth nurse is I get to kind of like lay back on my foundation of being a nurse and the skill sets that I've had as a nurse to really kind of shine through my personality and who I am as a person as I'm raising these deals. I think I attract a different pool of investors than other operators. And I mean, I love talking to nurses, you know, I'm really, <laughs> this is my first time I've talked to a nurse about real estate on a podcast and I'd like Love it. Uh, just the similarities that we share. So connecting with, especially with other nurses and women investors, like is a lot of fun for me. I, I really dig it. So um, just getting the message out there about my willingness to connect for sure. Mm -hmm. Awesome. You know, and how, how did, you know, your other nurses that you work with and everything, how did they take you getting into real estate? Because I know when I got started getting into real estate and wholesaling and, you know, got my license and I take a stack of cards and I talked to my CEO first, you know, and she said it was okay for me to pass out cards at the hospital. So every Wednesday I had a pack of cards in my, in my scrubs. And after a while, like I'm working, I'm trying to work and my door just kept coming. I mean, even some of the physicians, the nurse practitioners, they were like, Hey, I hear you got an off market duplex. I buy, I own eight <laughs> duplexes, you know, um, you know, so, I mean, how did your other coworkers take it with you, you know, being in real estate and were they open to listening to you and things like that? Yeah. People love talking about real estate. I love that you brought that up. I haven't had the courage to ask my CNO to do something like that, but sounds like a great idea. You handled that. Um, but really just talking, I mean, it comes up in casual conversation because when people ask what I'm doing on the weekend or what I'm doing after work, it's real estate stuff. Like I'm super juiced and excited about it. So it's really not all I talk about, but if people ask me about my personal life, it's usually real estate related. And so people kind of know me now as being like super involved in real estate. And I remember one of the first conversations I had with like a group of my um, cath lab, lab techs, I came in and they were having this huge conversation about stocks and all this stuff. And they were asking me for my opinion. Mm -hmm. And 
just really dove into like how I'm, this is the reasons why I invest in real estate and not specifically cryptocurrency and stocks right now. And they were just like completely mind blown of like, Oh, Whoa, you do all this stuff. Like when you have the this is super cool. They were super interested. And so now like when other physicians come around, they're like, Oh, Hey, you got to talk to Savannah. Like she does real estate investing. And like, you know, she's doing all this cool mm -hmm. stuff, like check out our YouTube channel. And it's been really cool to see people's eyes light up. And I know some, like <laughs> some people are kind of skeptic, right? Like I had this one nurse who I was explaining what I was doing and mm -hmm. I was talking about like her investment strategy and what kind of she's been doing with savings and her and her husband are savers, right? They like save, save, save. They have all this money just sitting in a bank account sitting there. And when I was explaining to her what I was doing, she's like, Oh, I kind of have money to do that. And she was like, yeah, but like, it just, I just applaud you for your risk taking ability. Like I don't have, like, I just am I'm not risky like that. And to me, it took like an extra piece of education of like you letting your money sit in a bank account with inflation and you're not earning any interest on that. That money is not doing any work for you. Like you're at a lot, like that money is losing money by just sitting yeah. in an account. And it took like to, you're investing in a stable asset, real estate. This is the business strategy of it. Very minimal risks, high rewards. And now you're putting your money to work for you. Like, you know, like your little troops out there just doing work, putting money back in your pocket every month. And it kind of takes that mindset shift, which really just comes through education. So why that's education such a big piece for me because people don't know what they don't know. And they're just really based in these foundational retirement investment strategies of the K small index fund, that sort of thing. They don't really know any different. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, once they knew that I was doing it, it made them feel like, the, oh, Doreen, I can trust her. I've been working with mm -hmm. her for like seven years. She's super yeah. nice. I can buy a property with her, you know, um, but I just thought it was so nice. You know, a lot of people were saying, where are you getting all your clients from? You're doing all these deals. I'm like, they keep coming to me at work. I, guess. <laughs> I worked at a smaller LTAC hospital. So, you know, it's like 40 beds. So it's like once the word got out, they kept coming and coming and coming. Um, but when Matt invited me to this podcast, of course, I social media stopped you. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is so amazing. I would have never to think of, thought of anything like this, but just at my hospital, when I first started passing out my cards and talking to people, you know, on lunch and things like that, there were so many people that were so interested, but they were scared, you know, mm -hmm. of, of getting involved or who they can trust and things like that, you know? <coughs> so when I saw your social media and your website, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. I have to think about this. I was like, this, they would be, a lot of the nurses and physicians, they would love to be like in that trusted area, you mm -hmm. know, and with someone that's like-minded, you know? Yeah, yeah. What I think's cool about what you guys are doing is there's two things. Like one, you have the ability to educate people on investing in real estate and they can do that and keep their job. Mm -hmm. Or two, you can, you know, essentially Savannah, you got two jobs you did for a while. Now it's more just all real estate, but you can also show them how to make it a lifestyle. So mm -hmm. it's like you have both options and you can, that's, what's really cool about real estate is, there's value to get out of it in all different angles and directions, whether you're working in it, whether you're investing, whether you're doing both wholesaling, flipping, syndicating, whatever you can do everything. Yeah. And, uh, that's, that's, what's I think cool about both of y'all is, uh, technically you have done both of those. And for the people that want to get involved, they don't have to be a full-time agent or wholesaler or whatever. They can invest in syndication deals or just buy a couple properties a year or whatever it may be. So it's just a, it's a cool perspective that other people can see because so many people are, what I realize is they're in these situations where they, they don't know what to do with their money 
they don't understand real estate. And that's why like knowing you, knowing you Savannah over mm-hmm. time, they build that trust and then it becomes easier to do those deals. Uh, but you just have to get out there. Like when you're trying to raise money, nobody wants to just give you money when they first hear what you're doing for the most part. Right. They want to like see that you've been doing it for a year or two years or hear you talk about it 10 times and then you establish that credibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was really hard for me personally moving into the syndication side of things of like, okay, well now I have to go out and raise money. And to me, like I am not a salesy person. I just, I can't really do that. You know, I work with reps all day at the hospital and they drive me bonkers sometimes, but I just like, I want, and so when I, I kind of, my husband helped me create the net worth nurse, he helped that name. And, and so when I started branding myself as that and realizing like, oh, cool. Like I can just talk from my genuine place as being a nurse. Like this is what I've accomplished. It makes it feel like I'm not trying to be someone else to get and invest your deals with me. I'm being a hundred percent me. And I think even originally when I was working with this marketing coach who was like, all right, you got to start doing YouTube videos. And I was like, oh, hell no. I do not want to be in front of a camera. <laughs> want to do this. This isn't me. I can't. And she's like, you like, this is the best way to get people to trust you. You know, like you have to come across in these videos, talk to them about real estate, tell them what, you know, be yourself and people you'll attract the right kind of people that you want investing with you. And so that was kind of like the route that I ended up going with my marketing of, of staying true to who I am and my experience as a nurse. Mm, That's good. This episode is brought to you by House Max Funding. House Max is one of the fastest growing hard money lenders in America, specializing in loans that provide you the cash needed to fund flips, buy and holds, and ground up construction projects. House Max gives you the ability to compete with all cash buyers and increase your velocity by closing in seven to 10 business days. If you're looking for cheap hard money and a relentless originator who will make sure your deal gets funded, call or text Bryce Tennyson today. 512-627-6192. Bryce is a great friend of ours. He actually funds all of our hard money uh, loans and uh, he'll get the job done for you. Uh, so make sure you give him a call. Back to the episode. I think people really like that. Like me, I'm I'm not like, I don't want to be on the videos, pictures. I'm like, I don't know what's going on with my hair, like whatever. But after a while, I mean, I would do so many Facebook lives and, you know, my daughter was starting to help me with YouTube and I'm starting to, you know, be on more podcasts and things like that. And just being genuine, that's, that's all everyone wants. You know, they like mm-hmm. to know your history and the, and the goals that you've done to get to where you are, you know, um, mm-hmm. even with, you know, some of the wholesaling, Matt's been with me and we've gone mm-hmm. to people's houses and I'm like, I've been a nurse for 20 years. And they're like, wow, now you're doing this. I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> so I think they just like to relate to someone, you know, knowing mm-hmm. that we have that history and, you know, we didn't just, you know, throw into this. So I think people really like that. It's, it's hard, you know, I'm like self-conscious sometimes. They're like, we're going to take pictures today. And I'm like, wait, wait. (laughs) So I know I'm like, I wasn't one to jump in front of the camera to to start, but I've gotten used to it now. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think the, on the sales thing, which we all get, I believe is like when you're passionate about something and you care about it, then you don't have to sell someone. You just, you're just presenting an opportunity and whether that be education or an actual deal, um, you're just, you care about this. And so if you come from a place of value add, then you don't feel like that salesperson. Like you're not just trying to close somebody on something that like when you really believe in it, which I know we do, Mm -hmm. uh, to me, it it makes it an easy sale. And it's, and you're also not like pushing that on. and, And it's like, 
they're like, well, well, what are you doing? I want to, I want to buy, you know, you don't even have to try because they <laughs> yeah. see that passion and that commitment you have. Yeah. And I think you just, I mean, I'm reminded too of the service I'm providing when I have calls with investors who are wanting to invest in a syndication deal. Like they're coming from a place of really being like, most of them have their own like single family homes. And they're just like, I need something passive. Like I need to, I love real estate. I want to stay in it, but I just can't be managing these homes anymore. Or they got burnt out with like an Airbnb or something like that. And they're like, I just want to sell it and put my money in a syndication. Like I want to have someone else do all the work. And so when you're coming from that standpoint of providing a service that someone like equally wants just as bad, you know, it's like so mutually beneficial that it's like, Oh, okay. Like you feel better about being able to provide people with these opportunities. Yeah. Well, what would you guys say? Um, biggest advice from, from both of you, if you don't mind, uh, Sven, if you go first for like people that are in this position, cause I think it's, there's a lot of people in this position where they don't know how to make those next steps. Um, mm -hmm. What's your best advice for those people? I would definitely say reach out to someone who's doing what you want to be doing. So if it's flipping or if it's doing Airbnb or someone who's doing syndications and you stalk them on social media, check out like different personalities will appeal to different people differently. Like there's, I follow like probably 10 Airbnb on my Instagram and all of them do things a little bit differently. So if I was wanting to do Airbnb, I would definitely reach out to one of these people and be like, Hey, like, what are you doing? How'd you get started? What are your tips for me? Where, where can I go next? And being able to connect with people. I mean, especially in the real estate community, everyone has such an entrepreneurial mindset. People are so positive and willing to share their tips and tricks and advice and their pain points. And they want to teach you and help you grow. I mean, I have found that personally in the real estate community. I mean, I love it so much. So if you're interested in doing something, find someone who's doing it and reach out to, to them. That's great. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm on the same page, you know, um, when I started out with decided I want to do wholesaling, you know, I watched YouTube University, I ordered a couple books for everything that everything that I want to do in life, I always create a binder. I'm a binder girl with paper and tabs and, you know, cause I'm going to take notes and I'm going to reach goals. And then I'm going to look out to someone who is successful and I'm going to reach out to them and see if I can. And I, and I get this from Matt. Look, I found Matt on Facebook <laughs> and I'm like, man, Amazing. this guy's getting around. He reaches out to everybody and asks them, let's go get coffee. Let's go do this and making sure I pay for it. And then I mm -hmm. stalk them a little bit on social media, see if I see a drink that they like, or I see them eating yeah. something and I'm going to bring it, you know, um, and then seeing if there's anything I can do to add value to them. You know, yeah. um, you know, I see that you're doing this and this. I have experience with this. I love to see if I can help you, you know, not just, you know, taking, but what I can give to help you as well. And I mm -hmm. think that, you know, once people see that you're willing to help them as well, they're more frequently to reach out to you and they remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree with all that. Um, what, just kind of side note, but when I was first getting started, I had a guy for the first four years, I had somebody that would sit down with me an hour a day or 30 minutes a day and just study real estate. And so I personally felt like I'd spent so much time getting all the knowledge I could. And then it was like, okay, I got all the knowledge. Now let me go network and meet people. And to me, it was like going that extra step on almost everything. Like if I have a wholesaler call me, like, are you selling your house? I'm like, no, but what are you doing? I appreciate you doing this. Like, can I get on your buyer's list? And taking that extra step versus just hanging up on someone, um, it always pays off in the long run. Mm, yeah. So I think that's really good. Um, there's just so, I just, I'm, 
I'm fascinated because I t- I'm meeting people all the time and there are a lot of people in this situation and both of y'all um, are solving it in your own way and it's inspiring in a lot of ways and it's very cool and I think people can can learn a lot from that and both of y'all are I would imagine I know Dorian for sure Savannah like willing to help people and talk to people they just have to reach out and what I see is like you're the more someone puts in and shows how serious they are the more you Savannah or you Dorian or me will want to help them as well Mm -hmm. and when they're just not approaching it the right way and you can feel like they're take 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 and they're not playing the long game then that's where we're like this this isn't really worth our time Mm. Yeah, yeah so well, I, I think this is great. Um, unless you guys have anything else, like um, I just I just wanted to get y'all together because y'all, you know, obviously have similar backgrounds and there's a lot of, I, I'm serious about like, I just care because I see what real estate can do and how it can change lives. Like I know it's changed your life and Savannah. <laughs> because otherwise like there's nothing wrong with working a job, but you could be a nurse for 50 years and and not even really have that good of a retirement, I would imagine in some cases. And yeah. one bad thing goes wrong and like you, you worked hard and you, you did what you were supposed to do in a lot of ways, but you didn't get all the benefits that, that life can offer. And real estate to me is that path. Like it's one of those things where it can be for everyone. It 1 million percent works. Like I feel like kind of what you said earlier, Savannah, like if you know what you're doing and you take the right steps, it isn't that risky and it's, it is kind of hard to go wrong. Like obviously things happen, you're going to make mistakes, but just keep pushing through and it will work. I've never really seen someone that like really committed to it and understood real estate and the principles of not getting over leveraged and understanding debt and understanding how to do inspection that wasn't able to find success with real estate with a long-term approach. Yeah. Calculated risks. Yeah, there you go. So anything else that you guys want to talk about? I have a few more questions just for her. Like um, getting started, did you, I know like in the beginning I had like accountability, like partner, like we were both like doing the same thing and you know, did you ever do like any type of accountability or mentors or anything like that when you were getting started? Um, definitely my husband, we're very much accountable because we have the same life goals with this. So for us, we're equally putting in the hustle because we want to be to the same place, like for our family and for our children. So that helps tremendously, um, not having a partner or a spouse on the same page. And I hear it all the time that it happens. That would be very difficult for me moving forward, all the work that I'm doing on that. So that's been a huge piece. Um, we did sign up for a mentorship program early on when we got started. When we switched from single family homes into multifamily, we did invest in a coaching program really specifically because we were going to be raising money from friends and family. We were going to be investing in our deals. There was no way that we wanted to be in a position where we were losing our friends and family money. So going with a coach and having someone under look, overlooking all of our deals and our underwriting, making sure that everything was good before we started submitting offers. Not only did that make us feel more comfortable going out and raising money, but it gave us education piece of learning about all the different aspects of multifamily that differ from single family. Also all the legalities that now came with raising money and working with attorneys and doing that sort of thing. Um, that was, that was very crucial in terms of giving us the confidence to take that first step. 
Yeah, I asked that because each time I had two separate mentors, you know, and one of them was really what a mentor is more of like accountability. Mm -hmm. Like we talked every week and I just, you know, he taught me how to organize, you know, because I was going from being a nurse and like having that schedule to like, okay, now I'm on my own. What's my yeah. schedule going to be? So it was kind of like, just kind of like accountability mentor type thing. I think some people are afraid to like have that. Like they just think, okay, I'm just going to do everything on my own. It's like, no, it's okay mm -hmm. to like have that accountability partner and having that that mentor to have you be successful. Then when we were venturing into um, wanting an Airbnb, uh, I reached out to Lenny and, you know, I was like, Hey, I just, you know, I need like a little bit of mentorship. You know, I'm, you know, me, I had a Airbnb binder, had a book, had my notes, but uh -huh. to have that person that's actually done it and giving you those inside little things. I think some people just don't take the, don't see the value in that. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that was part of the tools of me feeling more comfortable and being so successful is to, cause you always have Matt and I have Alex, but also like reaching out to other people that offer those mentoring programs. And even if it's a small one, two or three weeks or whatever yeah. you need, I think it's, I think it's underrated sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just kind of on a random note, like I'm like the biggest believer in talking exactly what you're saying, but like, if I'm going to go buy a car, I'm going to call anybody I know that understands cars or buying cars. And I'm, I'm like, I don't understand when people don't do that. Yeah. Like, why would you not call your friend or anybody? I guess we just realized the value in little tips, little nuggets, Yeah. because it, I mean, some, something someone says could save you thousands of dollars, yeah. right? Yeah. Thousands. It's, it's worth a phone call. A phone call, notes you see on things you see on TikTok, take notes, uh, <laughs> everything. I just have one other question. Well, maybe two. Sorry. I'm taking take over. your time. Take <laughs> over. No, no, I just know, like, I just want to know how, maybe how did COVID affect like your nursing job versus, you know, real estate? Because I know mm -hmm. when COVID hit is when it all came to reality for me, you know, just mm -hmm. overall, I love being a nurse, but you know, my mom retired when she was 50 years old. So my goal was to retire at 45 to beat her. So I already had like when I was younger that I was going to retire early. But when COVID hit, I felt like the hospital had, they, it wasn't like, I didn't feel like, thank you nurses for being here. It was, you better be here. If you're not mm -hmm. here, we're going to file a complaint on your license. Or oh, I want you to do your job, but you're not, I'm not giving you the material or, you know, I just didn't feel like it was a place I, I wanted to be anymore. It was like a place I had to be because mm -hmm. I was going to get in trouble, you know, like I'm not mm -hmm. taking care of my patients, you know, but it was just like when COVID hit, it was like, Oh, this, this feels different like you know there was no school there was no daycare but they were like mm -hmm. you have to be here and i'm like what i got kids i gotta take care of them they're like well maybe you can work from home and i'm like well even if i'm at home i still gotta take care of them i got zamia mm -hmm. as a climber you know like i have to watch them <laughs> you know so how did COVID affect you with your nursing role and versus real estate yeah definitely COVID placed in a crazy amount of pressure on nurses. I mean, that's really the only way I can describe it as this intense pressure mm -hmm. on nurses being there. And from an administrative standpoint, we were getting nonstop policy changes literally every day we went into work. It was like, okay, this is what we got to do. We're not seeing patients. We're shutting down the surgery centers. Like even we went in for like a month before you had to start wearing masks and it was like, okay, masks nonstop. We have to temp check uh, patients coming in. Like I swear every day it was something else. And being a, being with my staff and push, playing that out to other nurses was so incredibly difficult in the respect because I think a lot of people were definitely called to action of being like, okay, I'm 
ready to serve my patients. But then there's that other half who had kids at home or older parents at home that were death afraid of even bringing anything from the hospital home. Like dealing COVID patients was terrifying for some nurses. Like I would just see it on their faces and feel it out of fear. That was just in the hospital. It was just, I mean, it gives me chills just thinking about it. Just like when we point in LA, when we were at 160 patients, like over two thirds of our hospital with COVID patients, it was just, it was scary coming into work and, and dealing with these patients and knowing that you have to care for them. And a lot of the staff were very scared. And, you know, I had some nurses go out on LOA. Some of them had, they had, they just, you know, had to, had to step away from work and take care of that. And so for me, it was really eye-opening to the prioritization that all of us have in our lives and our different level comfort levels with fear, for sure. For me, was definitely more motivating and empowering to work on real estate because real estate just provides you this different life, right? You have the time freedom, you're generating this passive income. Yeah, you can be active on it as well, but it really just, it's completely different than going into work, working eight hours to receive your paycheck. Like you're not getting that paycheck from work unless you're getting up and driving in the hospital and getting it. And I think a lot of nurses felt that trapped pressure of being in that situation. And I mean, for me, it, it was definitely a motivating factor to get and dive deeper into the real estate game. All right, guys, let's talk about today's sponsor. Glenn LeBlanc and Supreme Lending have been serving the Austin market for 20 plus years. They are a local lender with in-house underwriting, so you're kept in the loop every step of the way. Whether you're doing a cash out for home repairs or a first time home buyer, Glenn makes the lending process smooth and easy to navigate. Always available and able to educate buyers along the way. Choose a local lender when buying your next home. Call 512-672-9472 anytime. And if you say you heard this ad on our podcast, Glenn will refund your appraisal if you use him. Definitely reach out to Glenn. Glenn is a personal friend of ours. The link to his website is in the description below. Now back to the episode. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, once COVID hit, I was like, you know what? I I mean, we bought three extra properties since then. We like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I can't, I, I can't, you know, mm-hmm. um, I have small kids, older parents, and my husband has a heart issue. I'm like, I, you know, and it, it, it put me in the mindset that I'm just, I'm just a person, you know, mm-hmm. and if something happens to me, this hospital is going to keep going. They're going to just get yeah. an agency nurse, you know? So it's like, you know what? I was giving my all to this place. And it's like, you know what? My family has to come first. And I think when COVID hit, it just made me get to the point where like I was doing wholesaling two to three, sometimes four deals a month. But once I left my nursing job, it was like I, first month, six, six, six things on the contract. You know, you just kind of yeah. boom, boom, boom. And of course my mom was like, well, oh, you know, it's COVID. Is this a good time to leave your nursing job? Right. Hey, nurse is good. And I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh you're putting yourself at risk every day. And I was having a little anxiety about it, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, getting home and taking off my scrubs and, you know, cleaning everything and stuff like that. Because when you have two small kids too, you know, just, Mm -hmm. I was afraid I was going to bring something home to them. Mm -hmm. So I think that like kind of pushed me, you know, more into real estate because I'm like, I can show one house and the commission I'm getting from that is like more than a month I'm getting as nursing. So I can just go out one or two times and everything else I can do for my computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. like COVID had a really, that I, I, I plan on retiring maybe in three or four years, but when COVID hit and I was like, no, I'm really doing really good in real estate. I think the time is now. It kind of gave mm-hmm. me that extra push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm glad. I'm glad you. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> she just closed eleven duplexes. Uh, we bought them, and twelve days later, we sold all of them. It was Amazing. A, yeah, it was a good Amazing. One. Well, cool. Um, do you have any other questions or anything? No, no, no. I was just that's it for me. Meta, anything um, that you want to say to the listeners or anything that we could help you out with that you want to touch on? Yeah. No, I, I love it. I love being here. I love connecting with you guys. Um, I, I really do love connecting with other people. If you're remotely interested if any, in anything I've been saying about syndications, about nursing, about real estate, please reach out to me. I really do love connecting with people. You can find me under the Net Worth Nurse under all social media handles. So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. My website's thenetworthnurse.com and my email Savannah at the Net Worth Nurse. So reach out. I love it. Well, uh, if you ever make it to Austin, hit us up. Definitely. And, yes. Uh, thank you so much for your time and, and keep doing your thing. So appreciate both of y'all. Uh, and hopefully some of the listeners will take something that's valuable here. Maybe it'll change your life, uh, but we're all here to help out. So thank you guys for tuning in. This is the Real Estate Podcast. Have a great day.